Hey, welcome back to Faithful Film Fanatic. Real quick, I got a question for you today. Is today a good day to die hard? Because I promise you, if you've watched this movie, that's what it felt like. People rave that just how bad this movie is. A good day to cry hard. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is a ter this is just terrible. Good day to forget they made this movie. R.I.P. Rest in peace, die hard. Not even funny. And I was thinking a lot, why why was this film so bad? Like, I had problems with Live Free or Die Hard. Only problems I had with that movie was I just didn't feel like it belonged with the Die Hard movies. And I even explained a little further in that with the uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, where I talked to you about how I just did not like having John McClane team up with someone. The only Die Hard movies I really, really love are the first two, where he's... By himself fighting impossible odds. Well, even though the third and fourth one had, did have good moments in it, this one did not have any of those good moments in it. In this film, it was so terrible. And I think the biggest reason why it was so terrible was. Skipper Woods, I believe is the guy who wrote this movie's name is, you can kind of tell just through the writing of this movie and just the way the camera worked, the editing work, just this whole movie, it was obviously rushed. It made me think, okay, this obviously can't be the first movie ever made that was rushed. So I was doing some researching and, you know, Batman Robin, 1997, Scream 2, 1997, Scary Movie 2, 2001. All three of those movies did terrible. And they rushed. And I keep thinking, like, are these people ever going to learn not to rush a movie? Skipper Woods was writing um, the f screenplay Sabotage, as well as this movie. Sabotage came out a year later after A Good Day to Die Hard, so I'm kind of maybe thinking he was just kind of trying to finish one story so he could work on another one, maybe. But this movie had too many plot holes, had too many factual and geography errors, had bad dialogue, lazy performance, terrible action directing. And an example of the plot holes I'm talking about is after Kamarov and Chagrin's last phone call, the monsieur, apparently a henchman of Kamarov, kills Chagrin. How can Kamarov know where will Chagrin be at a certain time so he can place his henchmen there? 
Daring and another one, Daring shootout in the warehouse in Chernobyl. A hundred or more rounds are fired, and not one of the blue fluorescent tubes marking the entrance is broken. In the third, and then a factual area. In the thirteenth minute, the Moscow cab driver refers to his city as Moscow. Russians themselves call it and pronounce it mask vow with the emphasis on the last syllable vow mask vow because in all but american english the pronunciation of moscow is moscow so the, the writer of this movie didn't even bother to get his facts and geography Stuff. So it just sounds like he just guessed a bunch of stuff. I mean, there's even one um, geography era I read where they did that flag wrong. That's just. It's crazy. Uh, another plot hole. And then this is a biggie. CIA operated U.S. drones would not be allowed or even able to perform surveillance flight over Moscow, Russia, seat of government, and home up to both the Russian Ministry of Defense and the Russian Air Force headquarters. All roads leading into the Chernobyl Pipiate Exclusion zone have military checkpoints, yet neither the villains or the heroes seem to have any trouble gaining access. Alright, as I'm reading that out loud, I'm trying to think this movie, who was the villain? Like, I'm trying, honestly, the whole, the story, the movie didn't make any sense to me. And for that, I consider it a poor job and just a waste of time watching. So do not. Do not waste your time watching this movie. Just pretend it don't even exist. I mean, I love Bruce Willis. And he was from Striking Distance 1993 and Pope Fiction 1994. Jay Courtney, who plays his son in the movie. A lot of, I'm not sure if he's just a terrible actor. I haven't seen a whole lot of his other stuff. Or if his character in this movie was just written that badly. But uh, he was in Jack Reacher 2012 and Felony 2013. And then Sebastian Koch, who I guess is supposedly the villain. I was not that big fan of him in this movie. But he was... 1995, uh, Blue Tide Spur, 1995, Flirt. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who played his daughter, was from Sky High and Checking Out, both 2005. Then the uh, another main female villain, Yulia Snigar, Snigger, however you say that, from the 2009 Dark Planet and then Dark Planet Rebellion. Please um, come check my podcast out next week while I do the Lethal Weapon movies. Thank you.